Love is action. I know that I have probably said this about a thousand times. And in all honesty, I'll probably say it a thousand more. Love is a verb. It's not just a word that you say. It's actually what you do. I was reading my devotional earlier, and the one that I was reading is um, Trusting God Day by Day by Joyce Myers. And in tonight's devotional, she actually, hers is called Love Must Do Something. And she's talking about how God gave His Son for us as an act of love. And everybody knows the Bible verse, John 3.16. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. And I don't think that anyone expects, expects us to sacrifice our lives. Or at least, I don't know anybody that's been called to do that. But we do need to lay down our lives for others. Now what I mean by that is that we need to give up our time. We need to give up our attention, maybe a shoulder, an ear. It may be somebody that needs help financially and you can help them. Or it could mean that when you say you love somebody, show it. Don't just say it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14, the Bible says, Let everything you do be done in love. Everything you do be done in love. In love those are actions those aren't just words those are saying do it when you love somebody show them I totally admit that I love love I am a completely hopeless romantic in every sense of that word I want nothing more than to help people and make them smile. I want to share joy anytime that I can. And if, I've, if I'm given the opportunity to fall in love for real, the way that God loves, then I will give my all to that love. Because love is the most powerful force on the planet. It outweighs all darkness and evil. That little four-letter word has so much meaning behind it. There are so many other words that are enveloped in those four little letters. And it's, it's gentleness, it's kindness, it's being thoughtful, it's being honest, it's being trustworthy. It's about being encouraging and, I mean, it's, it's just so much. It's so much, but it's like right now... It's, it's like the word's just being thrown around like confetti. Like, it, it doesn't mean much anymore. It's, it's conditional. Everything comes with conditions. And that's not the way that God meant for love to be. And it's, it's scary when you think about how much... Okay, for example, you love somebody and, and your love is completely unconditional. You know, and I'm not saying be a doormat... But I'm saying that, you know, an argument or a disagreement shouldn't cause a family member 
and another family member to argue and not speak or friends to not talk to each other anymore or not be friends or a couple to break up or get divorced. It's silly, but it's true. It's really scary trying to believe someone who says it back because their intentions may not be the same. And you wonder, are they showing love and kindness to others? Is this true love? Is this person acting out of love or are they just saying it? Because love actually means following through. It, it, if you say you're going to call somebody, then call them. If somebody that you know is hurting and you say that you'll help, help. And I understand. I totally get it. Life gets in the way and sometimes it's so difficult to be on time for every little thing. We get stressed out. We're broken down. We're exhausted. I get it. But when love is true, you don't have to worry about those times when you kind of let things fall through the crack. There's not going to be any question from either side of the equation because just because you messed up doesn't mean that your love's not true it doesn't mean that it's not unconditional everybody's going to hit a bump in the road and that's okay but you have to be true you have to be honest and true to love love is compelling and all-consuming it just it's a huge emotion and I know from the Bible, there, there are four types of love. So, And I, I wrote a little bit in, in my blog about those tonight, but um, we're going to talk about them. So Eros love is romantic love, which is noted in the Song of Solomon because that's how a married couple should love each other with passion and fire and unconditional love. And philia love is the love of friends and affection like, like brotherly love. And in John chapter 15, verse 13, the Bible says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man that lay down his life for his friends. And then you've got storage love, which is the love of family. So it's the kind of love that you'd have for your mom, your dad, sister, brother, your own kiddos, and the friends that we hold close to our hearts. And then there's agape love, and this is the highest form of love. This is God's love. It's selfless. It's sacrificial. It's unconditional. It's a love that transcends and persists regardless of circumstances. Nothing can ever break this love. And that's how God loves us. And that's how He expects us to love each other. You don't have to love something that somebody does. You don't, it's, but you're supposed to love everybody. One of the Ten Commandments is love thy neighbor. You are supposed to love everybody. You don't have to like their ways. You don't have to like the things that they're doing. But you have to love them because we're all in this together. Maybe not in the same ways, but we are. And love's not an if or a because. It's an anyway, and even though, and in spite of. It's unconditional. Agape love is the most desired and the most difficult for us as human beings because we are flawed. We're big old hot messes. Everybody wants it, but nobody actually understands what it means. It's incomprehensible that we love without condition. That nothing 
should ever force that love to come to a stop. But God sacrificed His Son so that we could live and love without any restraints. And yet we allow so many things to come between us and the one thing that we long for. That makes no sense to me. I mean, my friends and family mean the absolute world to me. And I don't get to talk to them every day. I don't. But I think and I pray and I hope that they know that I am just a phone call away all the time, no matter what. Because we all, we do, we all have things that cause us to forget, get behind, stressed out, make us tired and weary. But at the end of the day, how we treat others is going to show them more than an empty promise ever could. It's the way we treat people. It's not the things that we say. There's a song that um, Torin Wells sings that I love, and it's called Love is Action. And he says in the song, love is action that you take, a passion that can make any kind of wall come down. No, I'm not crazy to believe that love can save a life. If we go running to the need, leave apathy behind, we declare the fame of Jesus' name every second that we live our lives. This is the kind of example that we need to set for our friends and our families and everybody that we claim to love. There's a quote that I found earlier today that says, Unconditional love really exists in each of us. It is part of our deep inner being. It's not, I love you for this or for that reason. Not, I love you if you love me. It's love for no reason. Love without an object. It, it saddens me so much to see how often that love is just one-sided. There's always a condition. Well, I love you and I want to help, but... I do love you and I will never leave you, but... I would be there, but... I mean... Who wants to be loved like that? I know I don't. And people are so jaded and on the wrong side of God that they have no idea what real love looks like. They've been broken and bruised and battered and done wrong over and over and over again. So they've just gotten to the point that they're like, whatever, real love doesn't exist anymore. But I, I pray... I hope and pray that everyone just stops. It just takes a second to think about that. How do you want to be loved? Do you want your friends and family to be there when you need them? Do you want your spouse to truly love you unconditionally? Of course we do. So are we looking at ourselves when we question the intentions of others? Because I'd be willing to bet that we do want all of these things. And more than that, that I didn't point out, but are we given the same kind of love? And why?
I mean, there's so many things that we want, but we have to be willing to do the same in return. Now, it's, I guess the question would be, is it selfish for in, in, in hoping for something in return? Or are you doing it because you love and you want to show love? That's the thing. Are we giving the same kind of love that we're hoping for? In my heart, I believe that if everybody would turn to these four types of love and do these types of love without any hesitation or reservation, the world would look a whole lot different. And it wouldn't take long to change it. And I pray that prayer a lot. In the Bible, Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. We need to learn to love without condition. We need to turn to goodness and kindness and truth. There are trends starting in this world every single day. So let's see if we can start a new one. Especially in the state of the world that we're currently living in when it would be the most useful. I pray that we all learn it, love it, live it, but more than anything, we're giving it. Because love is action.